1: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end
2: zone. I'll tell you what I've done with spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play. Off to the races. Touchdown. Oh, he's done it again. Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben.
0: Happy Saturday. Happy NFL Saturday. Two games today. Looking forward to that whole lot of games on Sunday, and one of them will have Drew Brees at quarterback. We will get Frank and Jamie's reaction to that. I'm Adam Azer with Frank Stanford and Jamie Eisenberg. This is your Saturday mailbag with a little bit of an unfortunate twist. Just emails today, no Apple Podcasts. I will explain that in one moment. Good afternoon, Frank. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you doing, Adam? I encourage all podcast hosts to not start a show with how are you. It is lazy and uh, predictable and it's overdone uh so i apologize for that jamie what's good dude uh dude
2: you know what's uh, always uncomfortable um i do a lot of radio shows i'm sure you guys have done your fair share of, of radio appearances as well when the uh callers not the hosts when the callers call and say hey adam how are you yeah and they go right into their question are you supposed to answer their how are you where well, they, or they just go just right answer. into
0: their question or they pause yes.
2: No, hey, how are you? I got three guys and you oh, start Oh, no, talking. you
0: don't answer that. You don't acknowledge it. It's just, yeah. no. it's just a beat. And then they go, yeah, no. Answer the question. They don't care how you're doing. Oh, no, they don't. No, they don't care about you at all. Uh, so for some reason, we don't have any new Apple Podcast questions. And I have a hard time believing that's because people aren't submitting them, considering the amount of emails we got this week. Uh, a lot. So... I don't have any new ones. I don't know if that's an Apple thing. I checked I checked on my phone. I checked on my laptop. I checked on the iTunes application. Do people call it an application or they just call it an app? I think they call it an app. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry about that. If you submitted your question, I don't have anything since the 11th a week ago as we sit here on Friday afternoon. So no Apple podcast questions today. Again, very sorry if you try to submit one. It's just not showing up for me. And, um, Frank, you want to take a look at our at our iTunes room or whatever. Let me know if anything's changed, but I'm not seeing anything new. So uh, again, sorry. And uh, we'll try to get you on Ask FFT on Twitter or something like that. Let's do news and notes. Jamie, Antonio Gibson practicing on Friday. We don't really know, but what are you uh, going to do if he plays?
2: I think you start him. You know, it's uh, it, it, it's obviously we we know based on what happened Thursday when players are injured, um, you have the worst case scenario of the I guess the worst case scenario would be the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire situation a few weeks ago. But you have the, you know, oh, he's going to play, but be on a snap count like what we saw with Keenan Allen. You have play, be on a snap count like Austin Eckler, which at least, you know, he got you 17 total touches. It's hard to complain about that. You could complain about the production, but the the touches were there. So he would be typically a top 15 caliber player uh, if he's healthy. In this case, he'd probably be closer to a top 25 caliber player because you just have to be concerned that he's not 100%. While he's out there. Now, Ron Rivera did say he's, quote, very hopeful that he can return at some point this season. My guess is he doesn't play. If I had to, you know, give you an answer right now, I, I would anticipate no Antonio Gibson for week 15.
0: And if he does play, would you still consider J.D. McKissick a number two running back in PPR? Yes. Okay. Frank, I, um, if I could have done one of those things where you get on your head and you'd like spin around, you know, like those cool breakdance moves. I would have done that when I heard Drew Brees was playing. So how do you feel about him? Would you breakdance over this? No, I don't really have any shares of Drew Brees.
1: Uh, I think it probably helps their pass catchers. Specifically, Jared Cook is someone I was excited about for most of this week. So now I'm even more excited. It's a good matchup and it's a great game environment. Uh, so I do like Jared Cook. I uh, have to make sure you know Michael Thomas is not on any type of snap count. But um, assuming not, I think it's all systems go. He's inside my top 12, Drew Brees is. Yeah, Jamie, let's say Michael Thomas
0: plays. Where are you going to end up ranking Drew Brees?
2: I'm ranking Drew Brees right now as if Thomas is playing. And right now, I have him uh, around 10. I may move him up a couple spots as I just continue to reevaluate it and see what Thomas' practice status is on Friday. But, here, you, I mean, if you have Drew Brees, you're most likely starting Drew Brees. It's a, it's a great situation to have him back. So hopefully that's going to be, uh, he's healthy. We don't get the, oh, he's playing, but Taysom Hill is going to get X amount of snaps or X percentage of snaps. Then you got to buy into Drew Brees. Like I have a tough call between Brees and Roethlisberger. I'm leading Brees obviously because of what Roethlisberger showed you, but the matchup for Rothsberger is amazing. So just make sure you know who you're starting. Drew Brees over, and make sure you're comfortable with it.
1: All right. I found a I found a podcast review. Just one though. What does it say? It's popped up today. Oh really? Yeah, it's a question. I can read it later on if you want.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Read it. Read it shortly. Did, what? I just checked. I mean, I just checked. I don't understand that. What kind of host are you? Come on, Adam. I just don't really get that. So if
2: you guys were taking a test and Frank found the answer and you did not, you know what the uh, professor would say?
0: What? Correct. <laughs> all right. Uh, more news. Leonard Fournette, uh, it seems like... I
2: walk on my house saying that all the time. Correct.
0: I like it. Correct. <laughs> it seems like Leonard Fournette's going to be in a committee if Ronald Jones is out, so should we just not not start him?
2: Um... Probably not. What did I just see here? Uh, The backup tackle for the Bucks, Alex Kappa, told the media obviously you're going to miss Roe. Oh, no. But he's super confident in the rest of the Bucks running backs. So I guess they are anticipating not having Ronald Jones. Who's Roe? Roe Joe? Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just kidding.
0: Uh okay, it doesn't look like the, doesn't look great for Daniel Jones. Could be Chase Daniel under center or in the shotgun for uh for the Giants. Other news, the Dolphins. Let's talk about the Dolphins, Frank. How much confidence are you going to have in Savan Ahmed? Looks like he's going to play. He's off the injury report, is that right?
2: They did not list it. I didn't see the injury report per se, but the all the the tweets I see about the Dolphins are just saying who the guys are questionable, and he's not on that list. I'm going to guess the fact that he practiced in full on Friday is going to mean he's ready to go. All
0: right, so Frank, what do you think about Savan Ahmed this week against the Patriots?
1: I think he's probably a flex option in the games where he played and Miles Gaskin was out. He really took over that Miles Gaskin role and, and saw a large percentage of the snaps and their opportunities in general. I think he's a better player than DeAndre Washington. Uh, I think he's a better player than Patrick Laird as well. So he's probably in that low... To mid like solid flex option this week. Uh, You're gonna, not like, overly excited about we'll it. Start right. him over Fournette. Yeah. Yeah, I would. How about Zeke or Ahmed? No, I would I wouldn't go that high. I, I have Zeke as like a low end RB two. Not that I feel good about him, but I, I would still use Zeke over Ahmed. Jamie?
2: I would play Ahmed over Zeke. Uh the two games that he played in place of Miles Gaskin against the Chargers, 21 carries, 85 yards, and a touchdown, one catch for five yards. And then the game against Denver, which we know they lost, 12 carries, 43 yards, 5 catches, 31 yards. We saw what this Patriots run defense looked like last week, and obviously that's a different animal because the Rams offense is better. Cam Akers is better, but I just can't trust Zeke right now, so I would take my chances with Ackman.
0: Frank, let's get our Apple podcast question. All righty, this one
1: is from Azerstats. No,
0: this is is from last week. Is it? It says, it says December Friday. doesn't say December 11th on it. No. Unless it's from last Friday. I mean, it just says Friday on it. So I It says it was- 12 Acer stats 12112020. But go ahead. Uh now I'm reading it through.
1: Yeah, it's definitely from last week. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> so I looked on my phone and all my laptop and it just says Friday, so I assumed it was from today.
0: No, oh, it's from last week, but maybe you should tell him to start Devonte Booker and Debo Samuel while you're at it, because that was part of his question. I'm sure we did. <laughs> Probably, actually. Alright, uh, sorry about that if you submitted your Apple Podcast question. Frank completely butchered it and wasn't able to read them. Listen to Fantasy Football Today in 5. Got a special player props episode coming up on Saturday or today. It's out, for those of you who are listening now, with Jacob Gibbs and all you gamblers out there, the Early Edge Podcast. If you are looking for a leg up on your bookmaker, we've got you covered on the Early Edge Podcast powered by Sportsline. Every day you can join Jonathan Coachman and an expert crew of Sportsline handicappers to break down the biggest games of the day. Every episode is 10 minutes or shorter, and it's in your feed by 11 a.m. If there's a sharp side of the action, you'll be armed with it, so go check out the Early Edge Podcast wherever you listen to FFT. I just told you about two podcasts you can listen to every day, and it'll take less than 15 minutes of your time. Fantasy Football Today in 5 and The Early Edge. Well, we're going to get to the emails, and luckily, we do have a lot of those. But, of course, the Fantasy Cops are here, folks. All right. A couple of Fantasy Cop questions for you this week. This is an interesting one. It is from Matt. Hello, Matt. I have a 12-team Dynasty League with no trade deadline. This week, a team in the playoffs traded CeeDee Lamb for T.Y. Hilton and a high second-round pick um, to a team well outside the playoff picture. Okay, so the playoff team gave up Lamb, got back Hilton and a high second-round pick. Um, Okay. The player who received the T.Y. side claimed to have accepted it by accident and thought that he was getting the Lamb side. However, he was the one who countered for T. Y. Hilton and said second rounder. Uh, he said the platform. Wait,
2: wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. Hmm. How did he think he was getting the Lamb side? Doesn't Let's he keep have going. Half
0: lamb? Let's keep going. He Let's said go the platform we use was too confusing regarding trades. However, I believe fourteen weeks in, he should probably know that he has C. D. Lamb and not T. Y. Hilton. Half the league wants to keep the trade. Half the league says to reverse. We're calling the fantasy cops to help. Keep it.
1: Yeah, this. Oh, so. what, what is going on? <laughs> How do you not know that C.D. Lamb is on your team? I thought I was getting C.D. Lamb. Makes no sense. And just sense. in a vacuum, it's. I don't think it's a bad trade for Dynasty.
2: If if you're in the playoffs now, and you have a shot to win, you'd rather have T.Y. Hilton. Of course. If you're looking that you have a shot to win, and you don't need T.Y. Hilton, you shouldn't be trading C.D. Lamb.
1: Correct.
0: Correct. <laughs> bad. How do you
1: but
2: not know on your team? The second round pick for C.D. Lamb is not a terrible trade if this was week five and you're just talking about a straight up dynasty trade.
0: I think it's a pretty bad trade.
2: It's it's certainly slanted in Lamb favor.
0: Yeah. From, it's not but, horrendous. But in, I mean, under these circumstances, you're trying to win a championship. It's not. Not uh, at all. Yeah. All right. Next email. Next fantasy cops is from Dustin in the upstate. Dustin says, hey, Dalvin, Cam, Jalen, and Derwin... I mean, those are two Seminoles. Mm, Got to figure out the other ones. Great players. All right. Anyway, um, in our, our commissioner, I'm the commissioner in a league with friends that is a prize payment for the most points scored every week of the regular season. The prize was established to, one, reward great weekly performance, and two, ensure that managers play a full lineup every week, and three, incentivize managers to pay their dues on time. Might help Jamie, winky face. The rules going on seven seasons have been that to be eligible for this prize in any given week, the manager must have paid their league dues before the first game of the week kicks off every season since, I, since I've had every manager in the league pay their dues before kickoff week one. This year though, one team did not pay until midway through the four o'clock block of games in week five after it had become pretty clear that he had a very good chance of winning most points for that week. As a result, the prize for that week instead is going to the team that scored the second most points. Now that the season's over and we're approaching payouts, the manager is complaining that they should be paid for most points that week, claiming, quote, it's not like it's a casino, end quote, and stressing, quote, that it's not like we all aren't trusted friends, end quote. Am I being too much of a stickler here, or is this fair and to be expected enforcement of the established rules? This is a really healthy and competitive league. For the first time we've ever had an issue like this, I don't want there to be bad blood for something silly like this. I set up. all the rules. What do you say? What did you say, Jamie? Pay up. Okay. Who gets the money though for week five? The guy who paid midway through the four o'clock games because he realized he was going to win, or the second place team?
2: If they're all friends, then I mean, has he not paid before? Is this the first time that it's happened?
0: He said that every ever season before, right? I've I've had every manager in the league pay their dues before kickoff week one. This is basically the only time it's happened where somebody has. It.
2: If it's the only time it's happened, then I mean, chalk it up to a one-time error and pay the guy.
0: Okay. Pay Second the guy. most points gets the money. What if you split it between the two of them? No rules are rules, Adam. You're gonna you're gonna lose a friendship because of this, Frank? Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've lost. <laughs> oh, go on. I, I've uh, I've I've had some issues in fantasy. I've I've calmed down a lot over the years. I gotta hear this. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> there's. I used to be crazy, man. I used to, I used to be crazy about it. You? I, I, was, in a, I was in a fantasy basketball uh, keeper league. It, I guess, it kind of turned into like a dynasty league. We had like draft pick trading and stuff, and it was just a mess. It was like people trading away draft picks and then not wanting to join the following season. It was it was just a complete mess. So,
0: so you so you did what? So you foul say- language was used. <laughs> Email, she- text, sure. phone call, in person. Oh, it was bad, man. What was it? Was it in person or what? No, 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 no. it wasn't in person. It These was- are friends? Yeah. There they were. They were. Wow. <laughs> what a cutthroat this guy is. All right. Well, listen, thanks a lot for your fantasy cops questions. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. Well, of course, read them. I think, I think what, the I, what
2: I would do, honestly, is I'd pay the guy and I'd say, if this ever happens again, you're not getting paid. If it's the first time that's ever happened.
0: And it then it's yeah. fluky that
1: the person paid midway through the week when they thought they were going to win. Like, Okay, if you're going to do that. But if that's that, the only time that that's happened, though? Everyone else paid before the season except for that one person? Yeah,
0: I, look, if they weren't good friends, if you weren't jeopardizing like the friendliness of the league and whatnot, I would agree with Frank. But I am not as cool as Frank. I don't have a Rolodex of friends where I can just, just say, hey, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I'm going to make things awkward. It's fine because I have so many other backup plans. I don't, I don't have that. I'm not a stample. So I'm going to, you know, just probably give the guys money. But then again, what if, what, if this, what if this then goes and upsets the number two team that week and you lose that friendship? Was but he wouldn't have it? won anyway.
2: You don't win on a technicality. <laughs> All
0: right. Good cop, bad cop over here. Uh, from Trey, these are just some emails, fantasyfootballatcbsi.com. Okay, Trey says, I'm playing against a stacked opponent. I feel like I have no chance to win. I'm in that situation too, Trey. It's not fun. I have Roethlisberger and Juju. Should I pick up James Washington and just hope for the Steelers to have a blow-up game? Other options are Antonio Brown, Goddard, Lazard, Rager, Ahmed, or Russell Gage? I think we feel pretty good about Ahmed now, where he could have a
1: solid game against the Patriots. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't overthink this one. I would throw him in the flex and... Roethlisberger and Juju are both in a good spot. The last time they faced the Bengals, uh, Big Ben threw for four touchdowns. I believe either three or all four of them went to wide receivers. So they're in a good spot.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks for the email. Fantasyfootball at CBSI.com. We go to Steve. Dear Peter, Steve, Bruce, and Tony. Peter, Steve, Bruce, and Tony. Those those are comic booky as hell. Yeah. Those are... Avengers, I think. Right, nerds? Jamie?
2: Peter Parker. Uh Steve is Captain America, right?
0: He's Steve Rogers. Steve is Steve from Rogers. Full House. What's the other two names? Bruce and Tony. Oh yeah. Dark Bruce yep. Banner. There yep. you go. All right. So this is from a a city in Alaska. Juno. Juno. Full PPR. Week 14 and 15 combined for the first rounds of the playoffs. After Thursday Night Football, I'm sitting at a 30% chance of, 38% chance of winning. Eek! Week 14, saw me get fanted and parkered for zero points. Woof! So he needs to start two wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex. Um, all right, pick two running backs. Chris Carson, J.K. Dobbins, Jeff Wilson. The first two. Yes. Uh, So if Mostert's out, you're going to go with Dobbins over Wilson?
1: I would. I have it it ranked that Mostert isn't playing now, and I have Wilson at RB18. He's a few spots behind Dobbins for me.
2: This is what's the format? PPR. I would play Wilson over Dobbins if Mostert's out. All
0: right, pick two wide receivers. Ridley, McLaurin, DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk. Ridley Ridley and Ayuk. Ayuk, yep. Now, McLaurin, Moore, or the leftover running back, be it Dobbins or Wilson at Flex? I would use I'd Wilson.
2: The leftover running back.
0: Okay. May you and yours be safe and happy during a very merry holiday season and cheers to a preposterous 2021 on many fronts. Okay. You as well. I can get behind that. Wait, well, I got to look up the the uh, Dalvin, Derwin, Irvin. Adam, float. when you said Wolf just now, was I the only one who thought of Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. Woof. I mean, I'm thinking of it now, but at the time, yeah, you were probably the only one. Woof. All right. Weirdo. Sorry. Alvin. Dalvin, Cam. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. I don't know who Cam is. Oh, Cam Akers. They're they're Seminoles. They're lame, ugly, uniformed Seminoles.
2: Um, Harbaugh says that they're expecting Marquise Brown to play.
0: Oh, good. Uh, From Jeremy, dear Clark, Rusty, Art, and Eddie. Frank? Clark, Rusty, Art, and Eddie? Mm, Come on, you know this. Do I? Don't throw me down, Clark. This is Christmas Vacation. You just watched it. Oh, I'm I'm not paying attention to names. Oh, the names. Um, The Griswolds. Jeremy says he is a Pacific Northwest listener. So, konnichiwa to you, Jeremy. Start three. (laughs) Start three. Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Michael Thomas, T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper, and Chase Claypool. What a group. Mm.
2: There's only one that's easy to eliminate, and that's Claypool. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Correct.
2: So three of those guys?
0: Yeah. Cup, Jefferson, Thomas, Hilton, Cooper. And what's the format? Don't know.
2: Um... In PPR, I think I'm going to start Hilton, Thomas, and someone named Cooper. No, I'll start Jefferson.
0: (laughs) Okay. Hilton, Thomas, Jefferson. Yeah.
2: In non PPR, I think I would start Hilton, Cup, and
0: Jeff. Don't you dare sit Michael Thomas with Drew Brees facing the the Chiefs. I might. I would use
1: Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Hey. And Hilton. Regardless and, of form. And Hilton, you said?
0: Okay.
2: All right, you got some the names Cooper there. Super Cup gets the Jets, man. The Jets.
0: I know. It's true. Uh, from Josh, dear Chris, Randy, Anthony, and Jake. Skull. All right. PPR league. Two running backs and a flex. James Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards helaire David Johnson. Pick two. The first two. Yep. Flex. Clyde, David Johnson, Juju. PPR. Juju. Juju. From Garrett, who should I play in PPR? Montgomery, Miles Sanders, or Mike Davis?
2: Uh, Montgomery. Mike Davis.
0: Pick a DST. Patriots, Colts, Bears, Seahawks, Niners.
2: Patriots. So-
0: Seahawks. <laughs> All right, Jeff from New York. Dear Jack, Liz, Tracy, Jenna, Twofer, and Lutz. These are uh, 30 Rock characters. Great show. All right. I'm playing my fantasy nemesis, and Eckler fizzled for me last night. Do I go with Marvin Jones or Cole Beasley, or somebody just dropped Tyler Lockett? Do I pick him up?
2: I don't love Lockett, but he's the best of that trio.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. He's, you know, been mediocre. He hasn't had blow up games recently, but we know what he's capable of. So I like him the most. That,
2: that's the type of thing where if you know you're trailing, he can win you your week.
0: Yeah, but Cole Beasley's get, gotten double digit targets in three of his last four. He's got like 500 yard games this year. Or four Doesn't or have the same
2: upside as Lockett, though. Uh, Better floor, I would have kind of feel
0: like I just argued that he does have the same upside.
2: No, because the upside we've seen it for no,
0: a long we've time. seen his best game ever. That's not his upside, like 200 yards and three touchdowns is not his upside, in my well, opinion. That is his upside. No, it's not, it's his best game ever.
2: That's still his upside.
0: Uh, I, I guess, generally speaking, he has more upside, but he
1: has two different three touchdown games a season, so he it's does not. Impossible,
0: uh, yeah, all right. he had to get to Dallas in week three. All right. Okay, fine. You win. Uh, here's an interesting one from Chris. After watching the game on Thursday night, I'm wondering if Josh Jacobs' repeated poor performances running the ball aren't a result of horrible offensive line and an easy read on run plays. The reason I ask is because of potential dynasty value for Jacobs. My hope is he will have a better O-line next season and ideally better play calling. Also, what are your thoughts on Clyde edwards Zeelair for next season? My guess is... Um, well, never mind that part, but... Yeah, uh, it's an interesting question, and how you're feeling about Jacobs in a dynasty league, Jamie. I'll give you the first word.
2: Well, I think one thing that we've seen from the Raiders is they're not afraid to continually invest in their offensive line. They they do it uh, at least the last two drafts where they've you know uh, made it a priority. I think you know trying to find an upgrade if he can't return uh, over Richie Incognito because that's been a big part of the highs and lows for Josh Jacobs the past two seasons when he's been in when he's been out. Uh, So the interior of the offensive line, mostly at the guard play, I think is important, but uh, he's still a strong second round pick in redraft leagues next year. And I still think we'll be in the conversation because I'm sure it's going to be running back heavy for back end of the first round consideration as well. But I would prefer him in the second round. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is someone that is contingent, I think, on what happens with Damien Williams. Because if he does not come back to the Chiefs, then I think you look at Clyde as, okay, had a – inconsistent rookie campaign, but there's a lot to build off of because of the team that he plays for. But if there is strong competition for touches after what we've seen with Le'Veon Bell, then you're going to downgrade Clyde Edwards a little bit, but I I highly doubt he's getting past the fourth round and mostly he's probably third round is where you're going to see him settle.
1: Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense for Clyde and it's just like the offense that he plays in too. And he's had some big blow up games this season. I I think that there is potential there. Uh, He has been inconsistent as you mentioned, Jamie, but I, I still think that there's something there for Clyde. So I'm, cautiously optimistic for him entering next season Josh Jacobs we know he's talented and he's you know for what he's done this season yards per carry being down he still used a ton in the red zone too so a lot of
0: touchdown equity for him I'm not really worried let's take a break on fantasy football today we got more of your emails when we come back Email from Perry, I need a flex, half PPR. Kareem Hunt, Clyde Edwards-Elair, Robbie Anderson, pick one.
1: I think it's pretty close between Kareem Hunt and Robbie Anderson, but I would go with Hunt.
2: I would go with Hunt as of now when we're recording this. If we find out Curtis Samuel is out, then I would go with Robbie Anderson.
0: Alex Smith, by the way, has been ruled out. Dwayne Haskins will start. I think that actually helps Terry McLaurin.
2: I would totally agree.
0: Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, it helps the Seahawks DST. That's for sure. JP from a town in the UP. He's a youper. I cannot name any town. Ann Arbor. I don't know. Dear Jeff, Damon, Denzel, Marshawn, Garyon, and Eli Bradley. Oh, these are... Ugh, ugh. First we had a Seminoles one. Now we have a Ohio State one. I don't like it.
2: 2001 champions, right?
0: Are you saying these people or are you saying Ohio State in general?
2: Ohio State, is that the year that they beat Miami? Was it 01 or two? No, it was
0: 02. 02. Mm -hmm. They didn't beat Miami. As you recall, they actually lost to Miami. (laughs) And then they somehow (laughs) ended up winning. I have four running backs Uh, I'm debating between. uh, They're all very close. easier
2: way to tweak you than bring up that game.
0: Stupid freaking game. Clyde, Edward, elair Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, and J.K. Dobbins. I believe he needs two. Edward, Edwards-Elair, Sanders, Akers, Dobbins. That What's is the format? The, the format is Ohio State sucks, and I don't know.
2: Uh, in PPR, I would go with Taylor and Sanders. You said Taylor, right?
0: I did not, Jamie. You are Oh, making Akers, I'm up.
2: sorry. Akers, I was thinking another great rookie running back. Akers and Sanders. In non-PPR, I would go with Akers and Dobbins.
0: I would
1: use Akers and Sanders, regardless
0: of format. And moving on to Ben. I have a big semifinal game this weekend. For my flex position, I'm trying to decide between Kareem Hunt, Deontay Johnson, and Amari Cooper. If it's full PPR, I would go with Cooper. If it's half
1: or not, I would use Kareem Hunt.
2: Uh, Full PPR, I'd actually go with Deontay Johnson. And any other scoring, I'd go with Amari Cooper. Uh, This could be very big news. Uh, DeForest Buckner is listed as questionable with an ankle injury. He did not practice on Friday.
0: Okay. That is a big, that is. Yeah. So
2: it's, that would be big for
0: the Texans. Uh, yeah. But is it really going to change anything in terms of David, David Johnson? Johnson? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so hard I, to trust I, I, I currently
2: have David Johnson as a low end number two, but I have him as a sit and starts it. I would completely change that for sure. Um, okay. and then another injury note, which is probably bigger, uh, Antonio Gibson doubtful.
0: Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, where are we here? We are at Omar in Buffalo. Dear past, present, and future. All right, Frank, you watched Christmas Vacation. I think I think you should try Scrooge. I don't think you're gonna like it as much. I
1: have never watched that movie. Yeah. Is that the one with, like Bill Murray?
0: Yeah, Bill Murray's in it.
1: Scrooge is great.
0: I love it. I don't know that if you didn't grow up with it, you're gonna like it that much. It's hysterical. My, my wife didn't like it. She I tried with she didn't it wasn't now. But give it a shot. It's it a shot. Yeah.
2: I guess what well, we go. Based on our ages, I'd be past, you would be present, and Frank would be future? Yeah,
0: I think so. And Trager would be something that it doesn't even exist yet. Uh, Hunt or McKissick? PPR. Uh, I'll go McKissick.
1: But the thing is, Haskins wasn't throwing to McKissick
0: as much. I would use Hunt. All right, this is from Frank. I made it to the playoffs in my 10-team half PPR super flex. I've got Mahomes, Wilson, and Mayfield and a ton of stud running backs. Um Wilson has a tough matchup the next 2 weeks. It's 10-point bonuses for quarterbacks throwing over 300 yards and running backs rushing over 100 yards. So I think the question is he's going to start he's going to start Mahomes. Would you start any of these running backs over russell wilson um he's got chubb acres taylor swift and robinson he's not telling me how many running backs he starts that's the problem but let's say he has to start two of them and let's say that those are taylor and chubb would you start Akers, swift or robinson over wilson no no okay all right then we're done here from will dear Chevy, Macaulay, and Bruce.
2: Oh, three of the best actors in
0: Christmas. <laughs> yeah, sure. Chevy, or, it's Chevy. It's Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chevy. Why did I say Chevy? Not, he's not a car. I need two wide receivers. <laughs> um, one, one running back and one flex. So let's start with uh, the two receivers. Michael Thomas, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, Ty Hilton.
2: Oh, boy. Uh, the first two, but it's hard to bench T.Y. Hilton.
0: Yeah. Thomason, really. You may not have to bench T.Y. Hilton. You can flex T.Y. Hilton, pick a running back, Hunt or Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, if Mostert's out. Yes. And then Correct. flex Hilton over Hunt and Woods. Yes. Cool. Yeah. I, I would use Hilton in full PPR over both. Email from Dan. Subject is diehard slash peep slash butterfingers slash go outside.
2: Oh, we know what this is directed at.
0: Yeah, these are like these are not four things that I hate because I love Die Hard, but these are sort of four things that, I don't know, are unique to me. Uh, pick two running backs to start. Gibson, he's not going to play. Dobbins, David Johnson, Damian Harris, Moss, or Gurley? Dobbins, David Johnson, Harris, Moss, Gurley. The first two, Dobbins and David Johnson.
2: Yeah, especially if Buckner's out.
0: And pick a flex. The remaining running backs, so that would be Damian Harris, Moss, or Gurley. Or Landry, or Tyler Boyd, or Gage, or Gabriel Davis, or Savon Ahmed, or MVS, or Michael Pittman? Jesus. Probably Landry or Ahmed, I'm thinking.
2: It's PPR?
1: I don't know. doesn't say. If it's full PPR, I would use Landry. If it's
0: half or not, I would use Ahmed.
2: Agreed. Correct.
0: What do you think about this from Ryan from the home of the Mud Hens? That's Toledo. We know that. Uh, my league pays out a small amount to the weekly high score, works out to 2% of the amount collected, and that continues through week 17. This way, every team is still able to compete for something. Okay, that's not unusual. Most teams still claim players off the waiver wire, and it keeps the teams in the playoffs. Okay, so this this is what's unusual. Most teams still claim players off the waiver wire, and it keeps the teams in the playoffs from getting all the now good guys, like Like a Jeff Wilson. (laughs) I think it works well. What are your thoughts? It makes everyone look at their roster differently leading into the playoffs and week to week when you know you just won't get who you want almost automatically.
1: You don't like it? Not a fan. I think playoff teams should should have the first shot at the waiver wire. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week. On the Wednesday waiver run that we do, uh, playoff teams are allowed, and then on the Saturday night waiver run, consolation teams are allowed to make moves as well.
2: Yep, that's the way it should be if you are allowing everybody to compete for something.
0: Okay, and from Matthew in Toms River, New Jersey, start two of these players. Zeke, Claypool, Rashard Higgins, T. Higgins, Russell Gage. Pick two, Zeke, Claypool, Higgins, Higgins, Gage. Begrudgingly, Zeke. And I want to use Richard Higgins. I would agree. And from John, uh, and also Matt says, have a Merry Christmas and a happy fantasy football playoffs. Thank you. What a great time of year. From John, dear Adam, Todd, Rex, and Eric.
2: You said John, dear.
0: Those are uh,
1: (laughs) some great coaches in the New York Jet tree.
0: Yes, they are. Um, Gosh, so bad. Adam, Todd, (laughs) Rex, and Eric. (laughs) I'm in the semifinals for the third straight year. I'm a loyal listener, and I'm unsure unsure about my quarterback with uh, Tagovailoa and Mullins not giving me much confidence. I have Godwin on my bench and could play him instead of the quarterbacks. So I believe this is a super flex league. Would you play Chris Godwin, Tua, or Mullins?
2: I don't think you could trust Nick Mullins. Even though the matchup is great, because if he has a bad first quarter or a bad start, yeah, they could bench him. But Dallas is so bad <laughs> that it's hard to get away from what he could be if he does play the full game, especially if Kittle's returning. So I'd probably stick with Mullins.
1: That's where I'm leaning as well. Really, and I will just say, I loved Rex Ryan as a Jets, you know, as a Jet fan at the time. Rex Ryan was the man. He, you know, towards the he end, was very good for you. He was great. He was great. I, he has delivered. My greatest Jets memories in my lifetime, (laughs) which is not saying much. I was like, he has
0: delivered my niece and nephew. He is an OBGYN in the offseason. That's kind of where you were going with that. (laughs) Um, And I think I told this story, but he, uh, Steve Weatherford, former punter for the Jets, told a great Rex Ryan story on the home team watch party presented by Lois, which you better tune in for Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, Cheap Saints. Steve Weatherford said that um, they had played the Patriots, they had lost. No, not a huge shock. And Weatherford's wife was went into labor, and so Rex Ryan, post game, gathers the team, is about to give his post game speech. And he said, "Yeah, we had a tough loss today, but life is bigger than football." Steve Weatherford's about to become a dad again. He had a bunch of kids, but I think this was like his know, fourth or something like that. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna cut everything short post game. And uh, see if we can get him home basically in time. So they, th- I don't think they showered. I they think they cut their media. Like they just they shortened all of their post game activities. Got on their plane. They got home. And Steve Weatherford got there. I think he said twelve minutes before his kid was born. Wow. Rex Ryan did that after a loss. And uh, Steve Weatherford also said Rex Ryan would take the blame in the media for things that were the players' faults, like all the time. He told some really cool stories about Rex right? Made me really appreciate him as a coach. It was really cool stuff. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, if you want to hear from Marcus Colston and Dante Hall, that's uh, you'll hear those interviews. These athletes... They're so like laid back on Twitch and so forthcoming. It's really cool. And Brinson asks terrific questions and gets great stories out of them. Um, so I encourage you to tune in for our last Home Team Watch part of the year. And make sure you're watching uh, CBS Sports HQ, 10 a.m. Eastern Sunday. That's on all of your connected devices and your Roku, and whatever you're watching, CBS Sports HQ. Get the uh, HQ app. Thanks to Jamie and to Frank. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. And uh, good luck. We'll talk oh, to you oh, on oh, Sunday.
2: Oh. Good news. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, not practicing Friday.
0: Oh, God, that's so mean. Finish, Herb so, Smith. Yeah, well, bad news for Kyle Rudolph. Right? Nope. Jeez. What a, what a note to leave it on, Cole. See ya. Let's go! It's the most All-Star studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All Stars, new season now streaming on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to
2: try it free. Terms apply.